Hello, welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. This is section 15 out of 20. I'm, uh, I have more notes here, and I'm kind of getting tired of doing it every day here. But this was a good one. When I, when I was at this recent AAPPM meeting, someone brought up uh, an idea of hiring a pedorthist in your practice. And let me explain kind of the, the, the backstory in our practice, the struggle, the struggle we've had. I don't know. You might be doing shoes. We used to do shoes, and we found that the the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for our patients. We have a, a very high sports medicine practice, and we do just one day of diabetic care per week. So I do one day, and the other two doctors, two of the doctors do just a half day. So that's where we do all of our diabetics. And we, so we, we don't do a lot of that. We kind of, one, one way of doing, we wanted to do less is we limit our access. So we each have different days. Mine's Friday. Uh, the other doctors, one's on Tuesday and one's on Thursday. And then otherwise you can't be seen. Of course we'll see wounds and things like that, but we're not going to do uh, nail care. And some, I know some practices don't do any nail care or they have someone else doing the nail care. The, the the challenge for us is when we were doing the the shoes is that the patient there were a lot of returns and we didn't and really I think the real big problem was as I'm as I'm thinking back is we didn't have one person that was responsible for it I think that's the key so this is the idea of having like a pedorthist or an orthotist in your practice the 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 the, the practices that do this really well they have a they have just someone on staff let's say you pay them twenty five dollars an hour to do a do to be a pedorthist or an orthotist they they can do for you so if you need someone with that comes in with diabetes they can just pretty much size everyone for the diabetic shoes have them pick out the shoes things like that and dispense them but beyond that what i'm kind of excited about is that they could also dispense and cast people and make adjustments for braces so all these afos that we're trying to do in our practices and whereas, yes, we can certainly have one of our, our own staff do it, but by having a, a pedorthist on staff or hiring someone, it just can raise the level um, even of thinking about the different types of braces and uh, shoe modifications and things that can be done. Uh, especially for a, a busy practice, they could have uh, different days at different offices and they could help with other things in the office. So I like that idea. Um, the, the pedorthist course isn't too complex. Um, I, I think we had it when we were over at Shoal. So I like this idea that they could do the shoes, they could do the orthotic dispensing, they could do the orthotic scanning, uh, they could do all the braces, and then I think it would uh, feasibly increase the amount of braces that we're doing in our office, and then that would pay kind of their, let's say, their, their, their hourly rate, things like that. So that was, that was one of the other takeaways here of hiring other types of ancillary people. I know I was kind of interested, there's this, um, I think you guys know... Um, the inventor of Correctos, Ray. He, I interviewed him a while back, and um, I'll put a link to the interview here, uh, underneath here, or on the side of the, the video, uh, the, this audio. But Ray, he has an interesting practice where he talks about all of his Correctos, right? He's selling Correctos for everyone. But then he has, instead of um, physician's assistants or, or medical assistants, he has naturopathic physicians. And I think it's the kind of the natural nature of his correctos and things like that. But I thought that was a neat idea. So he has his practice with, I think there's three of them and that, that work for him or work with him or something like that. So, uh, and then there was another idea of uh, hiring instead of a pedorthist, one of the other doctors, they actually had a primary care 
within within the practice. So this way, um, with a primary care in the practice, you could they could do like they could see the patients for the signing off for the diabetic you know the diabetic verification that you need for the shoes. That's one reason, but an, another reason is by having a physician on staff, whether whether there or virtual, this is something I didn't know about. So if they're there, that's great. They're actually working out of your office. But some doctors are like almost like doctors for rent, MDs for rent. So for five hundred dollars a month or whatever, they sign off on the they co-sign different notes. What would the notes be for? Well, um, the notes could be for um, a physician's assistant that could work for you because in our state we can't hire them, but an MD could do that. Um, they could also. I think here in Massachusetts now nurse practitioners can practice independently so they don't need a primary care. Uh, but also we were talking a little bit about like pharmacies, having a, a in-office pharmacy and some of these other types of things that you could do in your office and you might need a, a medical doctor. So there are medical doctors that you can hire that they will just kind of sign off, almost like sign off on your notes saying that you did certain things or the, the other staff um, managing the staff. So anyway, that's an idea of a couple of other people that you could hire within your practice if you didn't just want to hire um, more podiatrists. One of the struggles we have, and I've talked to other people about this, about hiring physician's assistant and nurse practitioners, um, I think if you would have a, maybe, a, let's say, a nursing home practice where you're doing a lot of nursing homes and a, a certain patients that you want to do this with, but our, my, my perception, the perception of my partner, is that if... We tend to see more as podiatrists. So when we're doing, let's say, the nails or other types of things, you might see another problem. You're going to treat a posterior tibial tendon dysfunction. You're going to get an x-ray. You're going to do a vascular study. You're going to do all these other things that you might see more than than what the the physician's assistant or nurse practitioner, depending on your training for that for that type of a person, just because of, of your training. That's why we currently don't have them. I'd love to know what you guys think or if it works really great in your practice hiring these other ancillary staff or if you have if you have any other types of staff i've always dreamed about having someone that could help patients with um weight loss because i always that's kind of an area that i feel like i can help and i could help patients more or like a like a health coach uh, or something else like that kind of having a, a concierge practice where you have a health coach there that would help uh, your patients reach their goals for weight loss and diabetes control and things like that Anyway, hope you guys found this beneficial. If you want to learn more, I would uh, ask you to go to podiatrypracticemastery.com. And in there, you can get my foot tri- uh, my, my uh, patient presentations, which is like this tool, patient's presentations tool, which I use every single day. I was using it a ton yesterday, like three or four patients with Achilles tendonitis, and just simplifies kind of how we treat and kind of going down uh, the list of, of treatment options. Hope that helps you. And uh, once again, please uh, send me an email down at podiatrypracticemastery.com. Let me know your thoughts. Give me some feedback, what other topics you'd like to talk about, uh, or if you want to be interviewed. I'd love to interview. Those interviews are fun. Uh, I, got an, I did a fun one yesterday with uh, a gentleman. He had some great, great tips you'll be uh, seeing soon. Okay, have a good one.